0: It demands that we tell sinners the whole truth. We
1: will not go quietly into the night. but of truth says this is for my glory. Christian Cornerstone Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Reformed Radio. This is our third installment here uh, that we're doing uh, together with Byron. Uh, Today, we are going over uh, the purpose of prayer. Uh, And there's quite honestly, there's a lot in which we're going to be discussing uh, on this. Uh, So we're really, uh, I don't really have any better way to get started other than just kind of diving into it. So, uh, Byron, uh, how are you doing today? I am good. How are you? I am actually kind of warm to be honest. It's a little <laughs> warm this. About ready to put in that uh AC. What is it? Um April twenty-ninth. Yeah, I think we're about ready to put that AC in. So, um how's um I don't know. We uh, I don't think we had too much uh time to discuss this, but we talked about prayer today. Um yep. and I guess one of the things I did forget to mention um to uh the audience here is uh before we do get started, if you guys do enjoy these broadcasts you know check us out christiancornerstone.org uh support us subscribe to the podcasts uh, and become our friends and bake us cookies so um now that we got that professional announcement out of the way here
0: oh, right? absolutely <laughs>
1: especially uh, the
0: baking cookies part uh. yeah
1: you know, and I, I kind of get that. Uh, you know, a huge Star Wars fan, uh, you know, as we've uh, discussed in the past, but uh, you know, you get these memes on Facebook uh, that says, "You know, come to the dark side, we have cookies." Um, so <laughs> right. Picture of Darth Vader and all this is like, oh, yeah, all right, that's kind of tempting, right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what kind of cookies right. you got. So, prayer. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's kind of where we left off with in our last uh, our uh, last episode. We kind of closed up with the. Uh, I shared my thoughts on uh, unspoken prayers, which right. uh, is really leading into this. Um, yeah, you did just recently tell me you have a whole entire novel of uh, notes for the, your uh, um, for these topics in which we're going to be covering. So, um, I guess really, I'll just kind of let you lead this uh, today and, and see what's uh, what's happening where we're going to go with this.
0: Okay. All right. Um, so I want to start out with a. Uh... I want to start with a quote by Martin Lloyd-Jones. Um, oh, sorry, that's my, uh, that is my phone there. Okay.
1: The phone's on so, the
0: uh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> so I want to start uh, with a quote by Martin Lloyd-Jones. He says, A man is at his greatest and highest when upon his knees he comes face to face with God. Um, and your prayers, just like your giving... And just like your fasting, uh, um, are substandard. So, what he's what he's what Martin Lloyd Jones is uh, is commenting on, of course, is uh, Matthew um, Matthew six uh, seven really in context seven through fifteen uh that is the the lord's uh the lord's prayer or the uh yeah the lord's prayer um so uh i just want to take uh just a minute here and um and go read uh read this uh this short section here um and when you pray he put uh, empty phrases as the gentiles do for they think they will not be uh be heard For their many words, Uh, do not be like them, for their father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven those our debtors. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. So I want to set this up by saying that's not how we pray today. That's not how we pray at all.
1: Where are you Um, going with this? I'm curious.
0: Well, the way we pray is we we have our um, sponsored by Dr Pepper. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> we we have our we we have our genie in the bottle, right? Right. So so we we rub the genie in the bottle and we say, Dear Lord, you know today I I really need to be productive. Uh, Lord, I I need uh, I need a pay raise. Lord, I could really use a new car. Lord, I could. You know, and we have all these things that we that we offer up, and I'm I'm suggesting that that's not what prayer is. Yes, uh, James talks about that we need to pray. Uh, we should we should not we should not be uh, uh, we should not be afraid to to go to the Father in prayer, right? Right. Uh, right. We. Need to make, you know, our needs known to Him. Again, uh, Jesus says that um, for your Father in heaven knows uh, you need your needs before you ask Him. He wants us to ask, even though we don't need to ask. Uh, scripture is also very clear that we uh, that the Spirit aids us in praying because we don't know what what or how to pray. Um so even though we do pray, the spirit still aids us in that prayer because only God knows the things that we really need.
1: so would you say um this has come from uh, you know my curious mind, uh, that passage, uh, you know the, the spirit himself um, I believe it's in uh, Romans where, where you're speaking of, uh, that uh, the spirit of God is, aids us in our prayers when we don't know what to
0: speak. Yes
1: um, yep. it's Romans eight. Okay, that's used in context, or not, well, out of context, I guess, but that's using in the, the Pentecostal and the, the, the charismatic movement to support the idea of tongues I completely disagree with. Um, but um, your thoughts, or, uh, you know, I guess if you could help enlighten, would you say, um, I guess we could say this as an illustration purpose, would you say that what that's really saying is or what that really means is being, you know, in the, in the same concept as our, our salvation and um, that it's the spirit that really quickens us there. Would you say that if we personally in our human nature don't know how to pray, or we don't know what to pray, that it's to a certain degree. And I'm not talking, I'm leaving out the babbleish, you know, right, Honda. but um, would you say that it's the Holy spirit that, that, kind of takes control to push us into prayer, I guess is what I want to call it. Oh, absolutely.
0: Uh, I, I mean, um, uh, I was going over with my family. Uh, We're in John four and we were looking at the Samaritan woman, right? And um, in John four, Jesus says, uh, as he answers the Samaritan woman uh, about a place of, of worship, he says, but the hour is coming and now uh, uh, and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit. Those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. Um, so, yes, it is the I, – I, I believe, and I believe scripture attests to that in, in Romans, that is – that it is the spirit that quickens. Uh, I would definitely use that term. Uh, would quicken us um, as we as we pray, um, because remember Jesus is is making intercession for us, right? And I think I think I think, uh, I think to a, a large extent, um, there's that communication as uh, there's that communication as well um, that. Almost like a, I guess I kind of see it as almost like a translator, you know. Because yes, we're praying, but we may not be. Even though our intentions are good, we may not be praying in the uh, in the realm as far as the what the will of God is.
1: Okay. Right. We 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 don't pray uh, within the will of God. It would. What you're. It seems like you're telling me that it'd be similar to. I guess I would I would say it would be similar to a child um asking for something but not asking in yes such a way that the parents would fully understand right but yet the parent himself still does understand I don't know how I'm I'm I feel like I'm butchering this right yeah, now it's, the, it's the like it's like this. my
0: da- it's like my daughter my daughter wants um she's really big into um bath was- and body works right Close enough. Now, she she wants to she always wants to buy those you know, lotions and soaps and stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Because she feels like she, because she says she needs them. Of course, okay? she of course she does. But but as a parent, I know she does not need them. So she's asking me to buy those things because she perceives them as a need. But I know they're not a need; they're a want. Okay. And it's I think it's the same thing in prayer. Yes, He wants us to make our petition known to Him. Um, but we're we're like that child. We may be praying for things that He knows that we don't need.
1: Okay, I I, I can agree with you on that. Um, and I, I would say everybody's guilty at some point on that.
0: Oh, I'm, we're all guilty of it.
1: Yeah, I and you know taking that into Consideration. I, I actually have a difficult time in my prayer uh, because I don't want to be asking, you know, with selfish motives. I mean, we 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 can look at the scriptures and we see that, you know, as a father, you know, he he longs to hear us, you know, hear our our plea, our petition, our requests. Um, but at the same time, like uh, what do we have here? I just had these notes. Was it John? No, James four uh, two. That kind of, you know. Like you're saying, you know, you know, I, I'm I'm asking for some Bath and Body Works. Dad says, "Hey, no, you don't need that. That's a want. I'm not going to answer that, but I will mm-hmm. take care of you in other manners." Yes. Um, my my personal struggle, and I'm not I'm not afraid to admit this. Uh, well, I'm admitting it here, but uh, I'm not afraid to share this because I think I I think it's you know something that can be beneficial to somebody. Uh, you know, there might even be somebody else deal with that. But when I pray i really personally do have a hard time of saying um you know things of of desires you know answering my desires you know help me get through this class give me the strength to um uh, classwork i think that's a big one there because i I've got two classes left i'm really excited about that um but uh just in general you know asking you know from my heart of you know god can you help me through this can you know mm-hmm. guide me here and so on um, because I don't, I, I have that fear personally of coming off, um, asking with selfish motives. Um, so personally, I just like, you know, God, you know, you know what my struggles are. And I, I share my struggles. Um, you know, I share my concerns. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, I personally am, know, it's like, you know, regardless of what, what, what my desires are, let your will be done and continue yep. to guide me and continue uh, to improve me in sanctification, your righteousness. That's, that's essentially the nutshell of, of my prayer. That's about all I pray um, mm-hmm. because my personal thoughts is that's obviously that's what matters most is God's will above my own. So um, yeah, I guess that's my two cents on there. So
0: I, I think, um, I think too, I think that leads in I think that's a great reason, uh, a great lead into uh, the reason why we pray, and the re I th- the reason why we pray is for communion with God, and we see that we see that very, very clearly, and the disciples saw it very clearly in the life of Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Um, many times uh, we are told that Jesus is going out uh, to pray. And so Jesus had a a life uh, that was dedicated and centered around prayer. Why? Because he was communing with the Father. Um, And so if our example, which uh, should be, if our example is to to follow the pattern uh, that Jesus has set forth, then we know from his life that when we pray – we are engaging in communion with God, and what that does in engaging in communion with God, what that does is it uh, it opens up to uh, it opens us up to the uh, to the fullness of His grace and His mercy, His blessing, um, and that's how we through through the study of the Word and through the power of prayer. That's how we build our relationship. With the Lord, right, now right. that being the that being why we pray, that goes, that would that necessitates that we talk about why we pray, um, or not? I mean, how talking about why we pray necessitates talking about how we pray, um, and I think that's where the I think that's where the Lord's prayer prayer shows us. Because we can, we can take from the Lord's prayer something that's not there.
1: Right now, before we get into the uh, Lord's prayer, like I, I shared the my uh, thoughts on this, and you know, give me yours uh, as well. Here is, um, I've I've been asked this, um, and you know, I I teach this uh, this way. Is that, uh, and I I think to a point we can uh, we can agree with this. Um, and again, feel free to throw this out here, but. Uh, I think we really need to make known is, you know, before we get into the uh, how to pray um, is recognizing if our prayer is even heard. If, when James 9, uh, 31, you've got this man who has just been healed. Um, he, he responds to the, uh, the Pharisees and he says, we, this is in verse uh, nine thirty one. 31. He says, we know that God does not listen to sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God, and does his will, God listens to him.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
1: that alone really says that those who are outside of the body of Christ, God does not listen, God does not listen to the prayers. you know by mm-hmm. by divine definition um, of, I would say title um, and spiritual spiritual condition, because uh, you know everybody themselves is a sinner, but by title, there's either sinner or saint. Um, but the spiritual condition of the sinner is that if you pray, your prayers are going unheard um, and we see this here and there's I've, I've seen an article at some point I can't remember where but that it was argued that um, he does hear the prayer but he you know he does not respond to this he's not obligated uh, we should say mm-hmm. that he's not obligated to that uh, you know, the first prayer uh, I believe is the, the first prayer of repentance uh, you know a, a heart seeking forgiveness that's the first prayer that I see God even responding to we'll go with that um, and I think this is really important to note is, is or that, that it'd be a little bit of absolute there's because there's really nothing outside of that text, uh, that I can personally think of anywhere, uh, within the Bible that would support otherwise. Um, Jesus himself, he does not say that, um, you know, the Lord hears all prayers, that he listens to all prayers, that he responds to all prayers. Uh, and even so, if this was an error, I think, or at least not an error. But if there was a direction in which God does in fact answer or hear or respond to our prayers, then um, I think that would also be laid out in further in the New Testament um, as we're you know encouraged to pray. but um I, I just wanted to point that out there um, you know for for the listeners. Um that but when we when we get into prayer, when we are praying, we first must recognize, am I a believer? Um mm-hmm. not to think that our efforts are in vain, but to ask, am I sincerely asking these am I sincerely giving this prayer because it's is it all about me? Or am I seeking God's righteousness? Am I a child of God? Am I uh am I living for Him? Um I think that was about it. But, yeah, I think that's one of the first things we need to consider in our, ourselves is before we do pray, where is my spiritual relationship with God? Are we on good yes. terms or are we on bad terms?
0: So Right. Um, no, that, I, I I totally agree with that. Cool. So, um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, man.
1: No, uh, I was going to actually uh, lead into uh, our pattern of prayer of how to pray. Is that, uh, is that what you had up next or do you have a, a comment? That
0: is what I had up next. Okay. Absolutely.
1: All right, so um, I'll uh, go ahead. You know, Mister Eight Page uh, Notes here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, so I think that I think the first place uh, you know to start is um, Jesus is giving us a, a a pattern, right? So he lays out our format, and um, the the one the the major um, point is uh, in verse verse nine. Is our Matthew father. 6-8. Huh? Yeah, Matthew six verse nine.
1: Okay, he
0: says, "Pray, pray then like this, our Father in heaven. Our Father in heaven." So, so we, so Jesus is setting out uh, for his disciples and for us. He's letting us know the particular, and this plays into your point, uh, Bill, uh, that we are. Those of us that are in Christ, those of us that have, uh, that, um, have been regenerated uh, and, uh, and saved through Christ's work, um, he is our father. Uh, and so um, Jesus is saying, first, you need to recognize your relationship.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Our father who is in heaven.
1: You know, I'll be, um, I'll be completely honest. I did not um, through it completely. Every time I read the Lord's Prayer, I'd never even piece those two together. You know, I'm saying here, you know, just a few minutes ago, we need to recognize our relationship. But I'm not even piecing that together with this verse that our father. So, um, yeah. yeah, I just thought that was kind of cool that you of, uh what you pointed out there. So, so I
0: so here's here's where I kind of go. Here's where we kind of go, uh, go deeper in and and understand that we're, where I'm about to go, we're still talking about prayer um, so our father so that is that is like Bill said um, our uh, prayer is for those that are the children of God, those that have been in the family of God. that is the way the child communicates with his father. Uh, that's the way we communicate with our heavenly father um, so your understanding of the doctrine of God your understanding of the doctrine of God plays a crucial role in your understanding of how it is Jesus wants us to pray because why why do we need to why do we need to first uh, why do we first need to uh, understand that He's our Father? Why is why is our Father such a why is our Father such a big deal? Well, it plays into His it plays into His sovereignty. It plays into His um, His very nature to be able to provide
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, the the creative aspect that is our recognition that not only are we children but we are creatures. We are His creation, um, so it's putting us in proper relationship with Him. Even as believers, as believers, we sometimes get our relationship out of line with who God is, um, and this is this understanding of the of the character and the nature of God and its importance in prayer is uh, is vital because I've heard too many Christians talk about how um, they'll start praying and they'll say something like this. Father, we thank you so much that you came and died on the cross. Well, I huh, um, hate to stop you there, there big boy, but uh, the Father didn't die on the cross. The Father didn't die on the cross. Christ died on the cross not the Father or we hear Jesus I, I Lord uh, I just pray that you would you would comfort me that you would uh, that you would uh, give me peace oh hold on there hold on there it's not it's not Christ that gives you comfort and gives you peace that's the work of the Spirit so so you understand what I'm you understand what I what I mean.
1: We- yeah, I think you're talking because uh, uh, one thing I just want to point out here is I think you're with what you're saying here is uh, God did not die on the cross and and it it really depends on how you look at it. yes I I'll completely agree with you it was Christ the Son but you know getting the whole trinitarian argument there uh, but yes. that's that's where where I'd also disagree but again that's completely irrelevant um, but I think what you're uh, discussing there what you're what you're it seems like you're stressing a little bit that. Um, in our prayers, we need to recognize, uh, and I, I think it's very important to recognize uh, the specific roles the Father, Son, yes, and absolutely. the Holy Spirit play. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think uh, just to open up confusion or not open up confusion, uh, prevent confusion. Uh, throwing that there,
0: right? And and that's exactly where I'm going. Our our understanding of the roles of the persons of the Trinity our understanding of that is um is vital in our prayers because our prayers our prayers also we want we we want to be uh in an act of worship in an act of uh of obedience we want to be of sound doctrine when we pray as well uh and that's why jesus i think that's why jesus starts with our father so Understanding who God is is essential to how how you are going to um, how you're going to end up praying. Hallowed be your name. Hallowed be your name. Now the word hallowed is holy. Holy be your name. So so prayer is not only understanding who God is. But it's also un- and and your relationship to him being your his, his he's your father. You also need to understand the holiness of God when it comes to prayer. Mm-hmm. The holiness of God when it comes to prayer. Um, so I think and and Bill chime in here. Um, I think just within this last part of verse nine. Um, We, we have, we, we have a, we have something very significant, right? And, and that is, um, that is the awesomeness of the privilege of praying. Yeah.
1: Well, and one of the things, uh, (laughs) the holiness of God, I actually just bought that book by R.C. Sproul. So, um, Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to reading it. It's on the list. I've got a couple more ahead of that, but, um, I think that's really something um, we—it's not stressed enough—is uh, the holiness of God, and we can talk about how merciful, loving, compassionate, all the niceness uh, that you'd want to go with. But I mean, above that, there's his his holiness. Uh, I mean, Scripture does tell us in John, First John four, that God is love, but um, it's not necessarily in the means of it's lesser than his holiness. Um, because all, all of these attributes are God. But I think in our human nature, and in, uh, in some, well, some denominations, some believers, I mean, I'm personally against the concept myself, but we raise God as love above God as holy. In fact, I did a short study uh, a couple, probably last year, I think it was. I was a little curious, you know, how many times is... Uh, Whole, uh, what is that? I can't remember what words I used. I think it was love. Love and holy, I think, was the two words I looked up in comparison, um, uh, referring to uh, the agape love. But what I found was, I and mean, this, this might have been a little not 100% accurate uh, as far as how I approached it, but what I found in there was that uh, holy, even being generous and taking half of it out, I don't remember the numbers, by the way, but taking half of the terms uh, used, half of the times holy is used, um, or maybe even more than that, because it's used as a, as a, a means to recognize a, a holy people, a holy place, mm-hmm. a holy nation, a holy God, and so on. Um, so taking a large chunk out of that, I really found that holy is used uh, so many different times, so much more uh, than love. And uh, my point is that we yes god is love but above that if you really want to put it in a tree above everything that god is it all resides in his holiness yes um absolutely. and i think in our prayers um we'll we'll read we'll get into this i think uh, as we uh get into the study a little bit more. But in our prayers, I think we really, as believers, we need to recognize that, that uh, his holiness, and even honestly, I I would, I would honestly recommend taking some time to simply meditating on that, on God is holy, um, and and what it means to be holy. I mean, that's such a profound idea. And and it's just going to put you in complete awe and amazement of the very nature of God um, as you continue to meditate on that.
0: And, but, and, and that's, that's the, that's the, I think, I think that is one of the crucial points uh, with, um, with verse, with verse nine here, um, that his, that his holiness, um, his holiness is, is uh is, is so great that our uh, that when we come to him, that we come, when we come to him, we must understand, we must understand that we, we should come to him humbly. Uh, because, in and of ourselves, we don't have, uh, we shouldn't have the privilege of being able to come to him at all. And it's only through Christ's death and the imputation of his righteousness on us that we're even acceptable into the sight of God that we even have the ability to, to pray. so that's why my initial my initial opener with the genie and the bottle thing is well quite honestly blasphemous because when we pray, when we pray we are we are to acknowledge his attributes back to him right. right and and that's where Jesus is starting pray like this our father you are in charge you are god hallowed be your name you are holy you go to isaiah right when he sees when he sees the angels around the throne his the the cherubim around there It says that two covered their feet, two were used to fly, and two were to cover their face. Why? Because as created beings flying around the throne, they would be consumed by his holiness, by his glory. And if the angels who are in heaven would be consumed by his glory, then why, why do you... Why do we come to him in prayer so flippantly?
1: Mm -hmm. You know, that's actually an interesting point that you've pointed out. I was, I was reading, um, uh, trying to remember this here. Uh, what was that? I was actually, I want to say John. I'd have to pull up my notes to figure out, but I was preparing some slides for, uh, uh, the, right, technically the first course, uh, first lesson uh, over the differences of uh, different religions, world culture religions, uh, to slap up on the Cornerstone website. And one of the, the pieces that I've come across, uh, I want to say, John, I'm basing this all off memory right now. I don't even know. I'm going to give up. Is uh, Christ says that only he has seen the Father. Yes. Uh, and I I was thinking about that when I was reading that and I was like, wait, well, what does he mean here? And it, you make an interesting point there, because because what I thought about it, I was like, well, haven't the angels seen as well? But and I was thinking, it's like, OK, well, maybe he's referring to the concept that only Christ has seen in relation to all of humanity, that everybody that exists on that earth at that time, Christ was the only one. Uh, Jesus was the only one that, that has seen the father. But mm-hmm. I mean you make an interesting point right there with uh with the angels the cherubim. Um and I, I quite honestly I've never even thought of that. It's uh and I'd have to agree with you on that. It's, you know as created creatures and we know from uh Satan and the the technically angels but by by title they're now called demons um that fell with him um that we we can understand that angels have a will to obey or disobey. So that going, uh, taking that in consideration shows that they're not holy enough to see God right, you know, face to face. Right. So, uh, yeah, and, interesting and, point.
0: And, and uh, Jesus, Jesus says in uh, John 14, 13 through 14, he says, uh, whatever you ask in my name, this I will do, uh, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Now, this is this is where people get twisted. Jesus is not saying that he is not making the the genie in the bottle statement. So wait, ask wait, me wait. whatever. You're ask me whatever you, you, you want, what? and I'm going to give it to you.
1: You're telling me I can't just slap in Jesus' name on any single prayer and you know say it's heard.
0: No, no,
1: <laughs> okay. no you
0: can't because because look look at look at what he says at the end of verse uh, 13. Hold on, where were we at? I got to flip over there. Oh, uh, John 14, 14 verse 13. 13. Yes. Okay. Go ahead and continue. Uh, at the end of verse 13, he says that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Jesus' whole purpose in praying was that he would glorify the Father. so prayer uh, prayer is by definition, my affirming the sovereignty and the glory of God. It's not asking for what I want. It's giving God the opportunity. To glorify himself. My son just came in my study. I, that's why I was I was doing that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. it's really. It yeah, yeah, came anyway. at the
1: perfect yeah. moment. Oh, it's just like yeah. glorifying himself, right? Yeah,
0: you know that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Huh. Uh, good theology leads into proper doxology. What can yeah. I say? <laughs> um, so, so prayer is us affirming his sovereignty and the majesty of God and taking our will and, and putting it in submission to his, mm-hmm. right? And we see that in, in the pattern of Jesus's prayer that he submitted his will when it came time to, for the cross, he submitted his will to the Father. And he He talks about it, I have multiple v- verses of Jesus saying that I do what the Father tells me, right? You can go back to John 4. Um, after, after Jesus has talked to the Samaritan woman, um, it says in verse 31, meanwhile, the disciples were urging him, saying, Rabbi, eat. Eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you don't know. And so the disciples say, well, said to one another, has anyone brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me to accomplish his work. Jesus constantly submitted himself to the Father. And And so our prayers... Our pattern of prayer should be that we are constantly submitting ourselves to the Father and saying, Lord, not my will be done, but yours. And then go ahead, Bill, and then that's when we flip back over to Matthew 6.
1: Okay. Well, what I think is uh, is really amazing about that is with Christ is he was all about glorifying the Father. Yes. But in the relationship that they have. And, and it's just, it really shows the intimacy, the, 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 great love that the, the father, son, and the spirit have for one another is mm-hmm. that God himself, uh, is to glorify the, the son. Yes. Um, and, and it's, it, it, it's just kind of cool is that, uh, and I don't even know if it, I, you could probably piece this together with, um, uh. Understanding the characteristics and how God operates, how Christ operates, what the motives are, and as we you've already discussed, um, Jesus' main purpose is to do the will of the Father. So you can kind of piece this together. But one of the things I've um, I want to say it was R.C. Sproul uh, that um, was sharing this thought was that creation itself is is in a way a gift from the Father to the sun. Like, I I love you so much. I'm going to create a people who will honor you, who will worship you and who will praise you. And then the sun saying, well, you know what? I love you so much. Not only am I going to accept this gift, but I'm going to give you the glory for what has been done. Uh, And it's just really, it's touching. It really is. It's touching to see that intimacy that they have, uh with one another um, and uh, you know I guess to, to, to wrap up my comments on this, uh, you know talking about doing the will of the father and praying uh, praying for his will uh, praying that his will be done and I'm kind of jumping ahead here is um, it, it's the nature it's the nature of the believer. Um, I've noticed this over the, over the, over the, I don't know, whenever it began, I'd say a couple of years ago, that's, uh, that's my thing. I, you know, I discussed this earlier in the, in the show here that I have a hard time praying and the best I can do is, you know, my desires, you know, here's, here's my struggles, help me to overcome them, help give me the strength, give me the wisdom and so on. But overall, above all of this, if there's anything that's to be done, may it be your will.
0: Yeah, um, Absolutely.
1: And that's not a, I don't, I don't know exactly how long ago I began praying like that. Uh, I'd say, you know, maybe a couple years. Um, but I think that's really an attribute we as believers need to consider in ourselves, is through our proct- process of sanctification, where are we at? Uh, and I'm not saying everybody's got to pray in the same way I do. Um, but are we praying, I think you, you mentioned this earlier, is that are we praying for ourselves? Or are we praying simply that the will of God be done and that He be glorified? Um, and I see that in my own self is that uh, through this process that that takes priority over anything that I personally have is is uh, you know simply God's will. And and I think we can relate to that. Should relate to that. We should come to a point, um, perhaps sooner than later, in which we all as believers. Uh, take that into consideration in our hearts. For for sure. You know, and, and I think that this
0: pattern uh, that, that Jesus sets here in Matthew 6 is uh, is carried out uh, even prior to Matthew 6. Uh, I mean, for example, look at jo- uh, Jonah chapter 2. Um, when Jonah's in the belly of the fish, he doesn't say, Lord, get me out of here he he doesn't pray he opens with a prayer in jonah chapter 2 uh, verse 1 uh, it says then jonah prayed to the lord his god from the belly of the fish saying i called to the lord out of my distress uh, and he answered me out of the belly of the uh, of sheol i cried and you uh, you heard my voice for you cast me into the deep into the heart of the sea and the flood surrounded me all your all your waves uh, and your billows passed over me then it said i am driven away uh, from your sight yet i shall again look upon your holy temple right so sir so jonah even jonah has his doctrine of god right right so jonah says jonah says lord you didn't you you cast me in you cast me in here but they were that's your sea those are your waves and yes you've cast me from your sight but i will because of who you are i will be able to see your holy temple again and so so that's that's jonah and then you have um then you get into uh daniel uh daniel chapter nine let's see here Let me go i love that chapter. Uh, Daniel chapter 9, and he says, I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession, saying, O Lord, the great and awesome God who keeps covenant and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments. We have sinned and done wrong and acted wickedly and rebelled, turning aside from our commandments and rules. We have not listened to your servants and uh, the prophets who spoke in your name uh, to our kings, our princes and our fathers and to all the people of the land. To you, O Lord, belongs righteousness, but to us. Open shame as to this day to the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Whoa, that sounds nothing like what we pray. But that is that is Daniel doing the same thing in, in verse nine uh, of Matthew six. He recognizes. The holiness of God and the implication of that holiness in his prayer um well, do you think uh, you know,
1: uh do you think one of the reasons uh, man- uh, not mankind uh well technically we are but the, the Christian the believer the church and we'll go with the, we'll universalize it a little bit. the Christian churches uh today do you think one of the reasons why uh there's not prayers like that is because we've, I would say we've we've emphasized, uh, and again, I I don't, uh, for the listeners uh, that are listening to this, is I, I don't reject love. I don't reject that God is love. I no. can't reject it. Um, you know, that's laid out in scriptures of who he is. But do you think that it's because we've emphasized his love over his holiness? Oh. It, oh, absolutely. Yeah, because when we look at this, uh, and I've got a long way to do, go before I can really... Um, you know, know a lot about the the, the reformers and the early, or not just the early church. Well, I guess technically the early church, the pro- early establishment of the Protestant Reformation, um, and uh, I guess so, you know some of the Apostolic Fathers.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: it seems to me that all throughout Scripture is that you know holy itself to be set apart, but that God in Himself is so holy. That he is completely unique in his, in everything that he is, his very nature, his character, uh, mm-hmm. and we've really lo- lost sight of that. There's no longer God's sovereignty, but it's more right. about God's compassion. Right. So, right. And the, and the, and, the
0: Pur, and the Puritans were very big on, on on saying when you when they talk about uh, household prayer with the family. Uh, or even public prayer the puritans were big were were drove home a serious nail in saying don't try to teach when you pray as if you are instructing god you hear some of these people that they give the they give a whole sermon in their prayer and the puritans uh, the Puritans said no that's not what we see in scripture God doesn't need you to instruct him. That's not the purpose of of prayer. Uh, The other Old Testament one that I wanted to touch on was Jeremiah 32. Um, uh, And it says, uh, I prayed to the Lord saying, uh, Lord God, it is you who have made the heavens and the earth. By your great power and by your outstretched arm, nothing is too hard for you. How steadfast love to thousands, but you repay the guilt of fathers uh, to their children after them. O great God and mighty, whose name is the Lord of hosts, great in counsel and mighty indeed, whose eyes are open to all the ways of the children of men, uh, rewarding each according to his ways, according to the fruits. Of his deeds. And Jeremiah was the weeping prophet. This is a guy who spent his entire ministry ticked off. He spent his entire ministry confused, absolutely frazzled as to what God was doing. But in the midst, in Jeremiah 32, in the midst of the complexity, Jeremiah is going, You made it. This is your deal. You created all, you know the hearts of men. You're God and I'm not. And so so I point all of those passages out to say we see the pattern of prayer. We don't see I mean and then we get into the New Testament, we look at Paul in Philippians. Right? Paul Paul says, Paul says I'm praying unceasingly. I pray unceasingly for you. Prayer was an all-consuming thing for Paul, and and he's he is in the nastiest of jails, and I, I'm sure he's beaten. He's just he's chained, and he goes, I pray and I thank my God that the gospel is still going forth, and I pray for you. I pray for you. Yeah. Not, hey, pray for me. No, I pray for you. I'm suffering for the gospel, but I pray that you will have strength to go forward and carry it out despite my circumstances. Paul's last thing on his mind and prayer was himself. But yet today, all of our prayer are focused on ourself. Jeremiah wept over his nation we don't weep over our nation. We don't weep over the lost. What we do is we say, "Lord, I, I, I just, you know, I just pray that you would uh, get me that car I always wanted." Um, I, I, you know, we—it's all about us, right? Right. And and Scripture is very clear, as I think I've shown in just a little bit. Scripture is very clear that it's not about you. Prayer is not about you. Prayer is worship, and it's reflecting His attributes back on Himself.
1: Right, right. Sounds like you're pretty worked up here on this topic, aren't you? Oh, uh. <laughs> I would completely agree with you on that. Um, my, uh, and it's interesting that you uh, you brought out Jeremiah. Um, is you know he he's actually one of the the gentlemen, one of the people within the Scriptures. Uh, you know, I, I can personally relate to. Um, because my biggest heartbreak is really number one uh, these false teachers, uh, the false teachings, these false conversions. Um, i you know, and you can probably get that you know scrolling through my social media feed is my I'm uh, pretty pretty focused on saying that this is wrong, um, and you know sometimes it, it can come off. Uh, Perhaps negative. Uh, it's not by no means is that the intentions, but um, the biggest concern that I, I, I have uh, is the, I guess overall the dangerous theologies, um, the dangerous practices, and everything that's influenced the church has made its way into the church. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I think Jeremiah himself would be one I relate to with that, is because you know he sees this, he sees this idolatry and this this false worship in himself, and it's just like you know it's just. What am I to do? Mm-hmm. But uh I mean yeah, I uh that's a side note there. Um, we're running uh you know short on time. I don't know if uh we got through all of those what how many pages of your notes did we end up getting through so far? First page? Uh, we've got
0: we've gotten through the
1: first page. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot to cover.
0: There's uh, a there's tons <laughs> to cover.
1: Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, this is a, a very huge piece. Uh, like you said earlier, I don't know if this is pre-recording uh, or uh, during, uh, the idea of turning this into a, a three-part. And I guess really what we're just going to have to settle with is just just keep it up. You know, you just keep it up and, you know, let's get through this. I mean, this is very important for us to discuss. You know, the, uh, we've discussed a little bit of what's the purpose of prayer, you know, the, pr- the pattern of how to pray, and we'll continue through this. Uh, you know, a little further as we continue this, this study, but uh I think it's very rich, very awesome. And I, I I'll be completely honest. I have no, nothing against taking, you know, uh, keeping my comments to myself and letting you get, go off on your little tangents. Uh, it's it's really good. It really is. So, um, you know, we uh, discussed this a little bit beforehand. Uh, you, you obviously had a little bit more than I have. I got one paper total so, and, um, but yeah, it's it's good stuff, uh, and I look forward. Well, Bill, to it.
0: i i I felt like I felt like, hey, I I contacted you last week, and, and we didn't do we didn't do the show because I was sick. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I've got to come massively prepared.
1: So now you got to make <laughs> up for your own little
0: kind family. of a kind of a uh, an apology for missing last week. So I hope I've done my uh, done my penance.
1: Yeah, well, we're all <laughs> forgiven, so it's all good. Um, but yeah. Um, did you have any other comments you'd like to throw in there on this? Um, yeah. Before we close we up? Got seven pages of comments. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I'll, be, <laughs> I'll, I'll be the guy to, to silence you and we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that, uh, more. <laughs> I've got seven pages we can get through. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll discuss that more. Um, And I appreciate you coming on board. Uh, If you want to stick around again, uh, we'll discuss a little bit more about this uh, uh, just quick after we uh, close up this uh, recording. Uh, Byron, uh, I do thank you for coming on board. Thank you for uh, this discussion. And yeah, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll get back to you uh, next week as we continue this series on prayer.
0: We'll see y'all next week.
1: Take care. All right, everybody, Uh, I want to thank you guys for uh, chiming in. I want to thank you guys for uh, joining in in this study. Uh, It's been a wonderful piece here, and we're going to continue in on this uh, next week. Uh, If you do enjoy these broadcasts, please do consider becoming a financial subscriber to ChristianCornerstone.org. You can find more details on our website and even subscribing to our podcast, sharing it with your friends and family. Uh, You can follow us on Facebook at uh, Christian Cornerstone. I can find more links and details on our website page, as I said, ChristianCornerstone.org. And until next week, you guys have yourself a very wonderful week, and God bless.